Do you think do you think prostitutes in 2018 are paying are getting uh, cash apps? For sure. Or credit card payments? For sure. It depends on where you at. If you on Hull Street, it's that's straight cash. Ain't no damn cash. Yeah. If you in Houston, if they're smart probably they're probably they're cash app Cash at the pussy. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, yeah, let me get, let me get that. I'm gonna send you that ten after you. After you uh, send, uh, uh, oh, they gotta get the money first. Well, send the cash at first. You gotta send the money first. If you have, if you have any sort of intelligence, you don't work and <laughs> not get the money for you. Gotta, you know, what I'm saying, get the money then you do your work. Mmm, cause the pimp will slap you. Yeah, you gotta do that. Like, bitch, I told you get the cash app before you start sucking dick. And you can't trust everybody. You know what I'm saying? Boy might say he got the 10 for you. You do what you do. He bounce. He slide. Yo, now, that's a... You just work for free. The service industry is crazy. Are we recording? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm listening. I'm here. I mean, just think about it. Like, a prostitute is just like a barber. Because you have to Take care trust, of your clients. You do have to trust you your You have to trust that individual that they're going to take care of you. Mm-hmm. Well... Just like a barber... You're going to have to trust that the prostitute is safe. She's mm. going to do her job. Why are you saying? Mm. This is the thing. What you mean? Because. Ain't no nigga fuck with a prostitute they know got fucking something, bro. Nah, but they just might. And you don't. What know. you mean they just might? I know, listen, that's people why don't you, got that's more. That's why when people do the prostitute jumps, they be strapped up shorty. You don't go raw in the jumps. But you also trust that she's kind of safe. You like if you, you, willing, that she's you willingly know. You know what? Wow. This is crazy. Just the willingly, like, Nick, people aren't going to prostitutes like, I know she got AIDS, but I'm still going. No, 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 no. They go to prostitutes like, mm, there's chances that she might have something. And if I went wrong with her, I would probably get something. And that's the same but thing I'm with a barber. To- you willingly yeah. go like, look, I don't know if he's not going to fuck me up. Ah. But I'm going to trust he's going to hold my hairline down. Yes. But, like, that all comes with you building up trust. You, you, your barber, you, your barber built trust with you. He gave you a fire cut, so you trusted he could deliver that shit again. I guess a prostitute, shawty, that you paying for sex gave you that nut that you was looking for. So you gonna go back to her? I'm sure if you fuck with, if you pay a bitch for some sex and ain't the sex you want, you're not going back. Yeah, yeah. And, and understand this though: if you're going in to pay for sex, I'm sure you're not too choosy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I need. Mean, I'm like, I don't know why I got standards. I don't know why. Jeanette Flanders. That's that's oh, gonna be my God. keep it funky, man. That's gonna I got my keep it funky now. <laughs> Go ahead. Bro. Hey man, wow! I apologize for what? I don't know. <laughs> that was just a wild. Way I don't know why. I didn't know you was recording that. That's shit. a wild way to bring in the episode. But listen, hey, welcome to <laughs> welcome to Mazel Talks, man. Uh, where we keep it player all the time, and we're keeping it where we keep it kosher. Every time, all the time. Um, the gang is still here. The gang. Well, I think we are episode 13. Yes, 13. Uh, yeah, man. Hey, we getting up there crazy, son. Like, that's crazy. I was, I was, I started masturbating when I was 13. Wow, okay. Anyway. That's when I discovered it. I think. That, that was definitely, and I needed. I'm just, I was just 13. Like, what's significant happened to 13? 
I ain't had. I think I ain't shit really happened. You know what I'm saying? I think I, for, I got hit for the first time. I mean, I, I might have my first girlfriend at 13. Well, nigga, I had a girlfriend in fifth grade kindergarten. That's not no girl. real girlfriend. Nigga, we went. She came to my football games and shit. Not kindergarten, but like third grade. Little, my mom would go pick her up, take her to. That was my girlfriend. Like, a little fast ass jump. She was. Come, you should be still thinking girls had cooties at third grade. No, son, we was, you know what I'm saying? My shorty, my, my shorty, kindergarten thought I was cheating on her and shit. Like, kids are fast. Like, kids be mimicking adults like shit when they kids. Like, the little girl would be like, you cheating on me. I'm like, what? I ain't do nothing all day. I was just at my cubby. I just went to the cubby. <laughs> they went to the cubby. I can't do shit. I ain't doing shit. I'm fucking five. <laughs> the fact that you had a... That you had real life relationship problems. At yes, five. yes, it's beyond. Yes, me. I kid you not. I had relationship problems. Beyond at five. me, it's amazing. Beyond me, so. but yeah, man. Yeah, at thirteen, I had my like. I might have my first girlfriend. What happened? What something happened to you when you was thirteen? Like something stuck out with your mind, age thirteen, that you remember? Since we on episode thirteen, I think I was picking tobacco. <laughs> my nigga, you this know. nigga was a slave. You are so ignorant. <laughs> maybe 14, maybe that was 14. This, wait, wait, wait. What was you doing 14. at 13? I think I had picked some tobacco for a couple, you know what I'm saying, bread. You was making some money picking tobacco? For a couple breads. You was sharecropping and shit? Uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Had, you know what I'm saying? Down the street, <laughs> boy got a tobacco joint, and then he was my like, homie I need some help. I used to hoop with. He was like, bro, I go down here, I pick some tobacco, I get a couple breads, you know what I'm saying? You try and get in. I was like, shit, I'll do it. I'll tell you right she now. She will all right. Shit is not for the, 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 the faint hearted. It's hot so as a bitch out there. It's hard manual work. So at 13, Dot was picking tobacco. That's exactly. I was. (laughs) That's the title of the episode. At 13, Dot was picking tobacco. (laughs) Real shit. I'm saying, I'm a bunchy boy. If you ain't know, from the South, Playboy. I got my first cell phone when I was 13. I didn't have a phone at 13. Was I 13? Yeah, my 13th birthday, I got my first cell phone. I didn't get a phone until I was like 16. I had phone sex. 15. You was having phone sex at 13? I had phone sex at 13. So y'all city boys be boys Nah, son. Shorty was from Atlanta. Like, my man's, my man's Darius Colburn. Shout out to DC. Um, he was talking to some joint in Atlanta. And he was like, yeah, she got a cousin. You'll start talking to her. I got her number. We started texting. We started talking. And she was like, my little long distance joint. And she used to do, she, it's always the girls that was hit first. They used to call the little sex lines, right? Yeah. And be fucking with dudes on sex lines. Like, you know, like them crazy numbers you call at night to have phone sex with people. They used to call and, like, have leave messages for niggas, like, do some weird shit. So they was on that shit, and then she used to call me, and then just, I'll be like, yo, what you doing? She's like, oh, I'm just over here playing with my pussy. Like, what it tastes like? It tastes like peaches. Like, oh, and then, like, I would be, like, slapping my dick against my leg. Like, you hear that? Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry if this got real graphic, but... All I'm saying is, and she'd be like, yeah. And she would be like playing with herself and moaning and shit on the phone. And I'd be like, oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? 13. Shout out to 13. Good year. Jesus. Shawty was in Atlanta, though. And the whole time, I never got a picture of her. I never knew what she looked like. We used to talk on the phone, like, endless. Like, Mm. at that free night and weekend minutes. You know, like, after 9, you could talk unlimited. So, niggas have to wait till 9. I remember I was up. just on Messenger. I aim and I shit. Aimed. Yeah. I wasn't on no phone was sex type. Right there. I wasn't on that type of time. Mm-hmm. Dollar. 
Oh, yeah, Dallas. I used to um, play uh, poker online. You an old ass nigga picking tobacco and playing poker. Like, what type of time was you? I can see why you're 45. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nigga, I was playing Monopoly. <laughs> yeah, I used to love Monopoly. Probably had a 401k at 12. Dang, your 401k stack right now, ain't it? What else did I do at 13? Oh, I mean, I think the Carter came out around that time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Not the Carter 2, the Carter. Let's see, let's see. And hey I Siri, think that I when did the Carter One by Lil Wayne come out? Here's some music by Birdman and Lil Wayne. She just started right. playing the shit. Dumb bitch. All right, Siri. Apple gotta get it together. Oh my god. The Carter. I'm trying to stop when I'm sorry. Hold on. It's a new 2004. phone. 2004. 2008. Yeah, because yeah. I went to high school in. In oh, 05, yeah. so, so I was so oh five I went to high school, so I was fourteen. Oh four I was well you were one year older, two years yeah. older than me. So yeah. I mean I didn't really do much but play outside and and be had, you had nothing else to do. I had a machete, I had a bunch of knives. Man, stop talking, dog. Let's go to this man is pissing me off <laughs> with more every time I learn about your childhood, I'm like, nigga, what the fuck was you doing? I played a lot of basketball. Alright, you know, I was hooping, you know what I'm saying? I, yeah, I, I use a peach basket. <laughs> this nigga definitely it's had funny that though, shit I on a pole. On, you know, you on know, a light pole. You play. <laughs> she was definitely on a light you pole. You played on a light pole. So <laughs> chill out. You play on a level surface, right? I remember back then, I used to play in my, my driveway, and it was rocks. I used to play on rocks. How the fuck you drilling a basketball? I mean, they weren't like big ass rocks, but it's like. But that shit bounced rocks. different. It bounced crazy. You gotta anticipate how That was before moms could get me like a um, cement put down. Oh, yeah. Shout out to moms. We did definitely have a hoop. Me and my brother used to hoop on that joint. And my, one time, I would never let my brother win. Nigga, I used to beat that nigga ass. He'd get so mad. One time, this nigga threw a brick at me. Oh, Lord. He I missed for nigga a whole brick. If I didn't move out the way, I might have son. I mean, if you're not beating your little brother in sports, are you really an older brother? Nigga, that nigga never beat me in his life in basketball one-on-one. Never. When's the last time y'all played basketball? Nigga, I'm going to tell you the last time. Go ahead. ahead. We was watching All-Star Weekend one time, and we started talking shit. And my man Ronald was in that joint. We started talking shit. And I was like, nigga, you can't beat me. He's like, nigga, what? We go to the court right now, nigga. So it's like. It's probably this time of year, cold as brick as shit outside. I was like, nigga, you can't beat me one-on-one. We left the house, went to the court in the fucking dark. Nigga, only one light. Nigga, I had to beat that nigga one-on-one. Just to sun that nigga one-on-one. Nigga, you're not better than me. I had to fuck him up right quick. You know what I'm saying? At night, with with the one one little light over the court, niggas could not fucking see. But I had to beat that nigga because I was like, nigga, you're not better than me. That reminded me. I used to ride my bike probably about two miles, three miles, maybe four down the street to my boy crib probably every I mean every a few times a week three to four to hoop and he had the red dirt you know what I'm saying the red home, dirt red dirt on I your socks I don't know about that red dirt you know what I mean what else but you know the lighter things I did I was into Pokemon cards a lot of games that wasn't 13 though it wasn't 13 I, not for me man I was young for Pokemon like second grade I'm, fourth oh, grade damn was it yeah, I was out of that by then. I think I may have been. Yeah, because I was in grade school when I did. Not, yeah, yeah, you're right. Never mind. So I was just outside with knives. But you just reminiscing about your tobacco shit. picking and machete yeah. swinging and, yeah. you know, yeah, sharecropping. You know. <laughs> <laughs> he was a whole sharecropper. Definitely. <laughs> I'm not going to go there. 
Shout out to the country. I miss, I miss the country. Like sometimes. you see that red dirt. Red but, um, dirt, man. Shout out to the country, man. <laughs> y'all, got, y'all got anything to keep it funky about this week? I got something to keep it funky with, man. My like, I don't know why my standards are what they are. Like, I don't. I feel you know what I'm saying I do understand I deserve certain things and I want certain things. But like I feel like um I'm very picky, especially when it comes to, to, to things maybe I shouldn't be so picky about, man. I don't know, man. And I don't like I don't I feel justified in what I like because you know I like what I like, but <laughs> I just be too picky with women and I need to be a little less picky. Mm, you're you're a king, sir. And you Aww, should look at Chris, look at And you should keep the standards that you want. You because like I'm not scared of settling. Like no, I'm not scared of settling because I will never settle. But like there's some times in my life when I'm like, nigga, you just need to fucking settle. Like there's there's girls you just just reaching out to you trying to connect with you and you're ignoring them. Like they actually might be the good thing for you. But then it's like I don't have no feelings for them. Like nigga, like if I don't have no feelings for you. I don't got no feelings for you, and I can't fake that shit. Like, I've really been trying... I cannot lie, like, to women about how I feel about them. I've been trying... I've been thinking I should probably learn how to do that, but I just haven't found enough time to learn how to do that. You don't have to lie, my brother. But it's like, I see... I've seen other guys... I'm like, damn, like, they be lying to bitches, and they be... Getting what they want. But it's like, I can't fucking lie to bitches. Like... You're not your guy? I still be lying to bitches. I can't fucking lie... Like, about the way I feel. I could lie about maybe where I'm at or shit like that, but... Yeah, that, I mean, that just means you're an upstanding young No, kid. man, I feel like it's a flaw, bro. It, I can't be For a you fool to savage. Not sell dreams? I can't be a fool savage right. because I can't lie about how I feel to these bitches. Like, I feel like when they look at me, like, I they can see <laughs> what I'm thinking. So I was like, nigga, just don't lie. Just tell the truth. Do you want to be with me? No, I don't really want to be with you. Do you want to build something with me? No, I don't really want to build nothing with you. But then I ask them, do you want to be with me? And the bitches be like, no. Then I'm like, why the fuck you asking me do I want to build with you? It's like you fucking trying to trick me or some shit. It's difficult for you as a single man. As, yeah, man. At this age in 2018, to like try to figure out and navigate your world in this dating world. So I, I just understand. get an ugly bitch and chill the fuck out, man. I mean, I, fuck. I want you to be happy. Thank you. And, and I want to be happy, but it should take a long time. But you know what? When you find it, I'm gonna be like lifetime. Tra- be like Tracy Ellis Ross, nigga. I ain't everyone. I mean, me. she's living her best life. Living but, her best life. Uh, if you want to be single the rest of your life, then fine. I don't want to be because I see. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm sitting next to two men that actually have two like great ladies, and like I see how that shit can enhance your life to have somebody you can rely on, a real partner. You know what I'm saying? And that shit. It's dope, and I want it, but I feel like the times that I had it, I fucked it up, and then now that I'm out here looking for some shit, so this is it's like this do. shit. I'm not finding it. I'm, I'm getting I'm getting caught with some bullshit. All I these got, bitches the playing remedy. games and uh, shit is annoying. What a listener, a lady listeners, if there is any, please. But see, they gonna put up on me. No, 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 no. Listen, listen. Please pull up on me and Dot, and we're going to vet vet them for Terry. Please, we're going to have a dating show. For the time. love of Terry. <laughs> you need to, I oh, really need to go on a dating oh, show like, this on this set. This is lit. I got an idea. We're going to we're gonna run for the love of Terry. So if you're, if you're listening, 
Please submit submit submissions to mazeltalkspod at gmail.com. <laughs> Me and Dot are going to vet you guys, and we're going to set you up on a date with Terry. But like, Because, listen, honestly, like, I'm saying this because, like, I am ready to find something real. I'm looking for a good girl. Because, actually, I don't know what the perception of me is, but, like, I'm a very kind-hearted, loving person that just really wants to be there to support somebody and support somebody to support me. You know what I'm saying? And it's just frustrating right now because I feel like my last situation, like, it was, it it felt kind of right, but it wasn't all the way right. Then I feel like maybe I fucked it up. But I'm like, nah, I wasn't happy in this shit. So I had to let it go. You know what I'm saying? She doing better. I'm good. But now, nigga, it's it's cuffing season. You want to be warm. <laughs> and I, it's, I'm trying to stay warm, warm, baby. Like, let's not play no games. Yeah, I'm, you know so what I'm saying? You continue to live your life. Big but fact. let me and Dot vet these women that come talk to want to talk to you. Because we'll vet them. We'll make sure they're right for you. And then we're going to put you on a blind date. But trust in us. Because we know you. We know what you, you like. Do. You do. And... We gonna get you right, my brother. Because listen, fuck Barry's hoes for the rest of your life. It's played out, my nigga. It is played out. Bro. It's played out, listen, my guy. I'm t- like I did ass find myself talking to girls I don't like just because I'm fucking bored. Hey, listen, when you have, a and woman, this is no shot against any girl that like I talk to. Like y'all are all great, but like, like nigga, fuck you. Yeah, you definitely gonna get some calls and DMs. I'm not gonna but, get no calls because y'all not listen. Y'all know what it is. But bro. listen, when you have a woman. Woman, you really fuck with your peace of mind. Is a lot this is a real keep it funky, y'all. Like, I'm really keeping it funky right now. Yeah, he's, he's spilling his heart out. It must be the shine. It must be, <laughs> it must be, the, shine. It must be the shine. That's very funky. Listen, all right. I have a task for our followers and people that actually listen to our podcast. If you have somebody in mind for Terry... Please DM the DM us. <laughs> I don't need y'all help, DM, y'all motherfuckers. No, no. DM me or dot and say you're interested, or email the podcast. Email us at modeltalkspod at gmail dot com. We'll vet you out. We'll let you know if we're gonna set you Yo, up. Because like, make sure you got a job in a car. But like, no. What I'm saying is like, I'm genuinely seeking. Everybody's seeking love. My brother. I'm genuinely seeking it though, man. And I'm gonna accept it this time because I really feel like I've had some great women in my past and I just wasn't open. You know what I'm saying? I was closed off to what they were trying to give me. So, yeah. as a 27 year old man, I'm ready to really open up and see what's popping. That's my keep it funky. Talk to me nicely. Or don't talk to them at all. And don't waste my time when you know I don't want to be with you. If you just want some dick, you can get some dick. It's okay. That's different. That's a different conversation. It's a much different conversation. No, no, I'm sorry. But I'm just talking about, hope that someone's listening that's in, on my phone right now and just understand that. Like, you're acting stupid for no reason. <laughs> well. I'm, damn, we might have to you guys something? Some of this. All right, I can go. You yes, go. please, please. All right, man, listen. It is a basketball season. Hey! We are back, baby. But I just want... All people to understand that don't, especially the NBA players, y'all was out here all summer in the fucking gym with uh, Drew Hanlon looking lit as fuck in Lifetime Fitness, (laughs) hitting every, all the jumpers and all the moves. 
practicing practicing the shit and now it's the season I want you to keep that same energy and that same athletic ability <laughs> on the court on the board and I'm speaking to you my favorite player Carmelo Anthony. You are my favorite player since the day I saw you play at Oak Hill. Since the day he first laid eyes on you. Pause. Pause. <laughs> but you've been my favorite player. And I and I rep you. And I take all slander. And I let niggas know you are about all the smoke. But when I see you at this gym... On in the summertime, and you're getting buckets, and you're you're just shooting threes, and you're hitting niggas with all the moves and shit, and I just know that is not going to happen. It makes me so sad. What's not gonna happen? This energy that he has during the off season is not going to be the same. You did it last year when we had you had us with uh, hashtag hoodie mellow. You we you had us like damn oh mellow going to OKC. He been in the gym. His moves is up. Oh his jumpers popping. He's about to he's about to get it back. And then the season comes and we're not getting hoodie mellow. We're not getting the man we saw on IG. It's disappointing. As my favorite player is mad disappointing. I can't defend you anymore, my guy. But besides Melo, I'm just talking about any NBA player that was on IGs popping shit. Not not popping shit, but you was out here showing your workouts. You out here looking like you're in the gym. You jumper back. You're you shooting threes. You're working on your handles. And you getting people hype uh, for the season. And then when now the season's here, I want you to keep that same energy on the court. Can show all that work you did during the summer on the court. Because I'm not here for that no more. That fucking promo press that y'all was running during the summertime doesn't work in 2018. It worked in 2017. You can only run the gambit one time. You can't run that shit over. No yes, yeah, sir. You know what I'm saying? I just want you to keep... Like, if you really been in the gym working, getting your shit together, I want to see it this season. You know what I'm saying? I want you to be that guy. Like, oh... uh. Melo looking like damn, I keep saying Melo, but Melo look like his jumpers popping. Well, last year Melo's Melo scored what ten points a game. No, he scored more than ten points a game. It was like fifteen. He's around. No, like, I think he was hot seven to around seventeen or something. Like that. I don't. I don't even give you seventeen. Oh my god, y'all just watch this. Melo, you are. You are. I'm a, he played fan. for my team last year, so I'm telling you, he averaged like seventeen. No, he averaged. No, because he probably have seventeen is more than like he did. He did not drop below sixteen points. He was like at 12. Yes, I am. We're Googling the stats right now. Melo scored how many points last year? Uno momento, señor. Uno momento. We're getting... Last year, okay, see, he averaged... They don't ever put points per game in the front. They always do this shit where... Points, PPG, minutes, points... Fuck is PPG. Y'all niggas is E as fuck. PPG is fuck. Uh, that doesn't work. 
NBA.com is trash. You Why don't you go to ESPN? That's what I'm saying. NBA.com is always fucking trash, bro. <laughs> uh, let's go. Last year, he averaged... 16.2, like I said. You said 17. I said he didn't average under 16. You initially said 17. I said he... I mean, it's on the record. That's not even a, a bad... 16.2. Five yeah, rebounds. Bad. But you would think that the way Melo was... Coming, coming with the smoke and the IG, he was going to average thirty or something. He's averaging game. nine this season. It's been two games. It's been two games. I hope so. So he scored nine in one game and nine in another game. Because yeah, it's nine point oh. But I'm, I just want everybody. I'm calling out CJ McCollum. I believe you got the smoke. I'm calling out. We'll see. Uh, Bamba. I'm calling CJ out. Balls though. I'm, yeah, I'm calling out Ben I'm, Simmons. I'm calling Ben Simmons. Yeah, I'm calling out. Balls. I'm calling out. Uh, J.R. Smith, I've seen you in those videos. I've calling out Lance Stevenson. Calling out Lance Stevenson. He been against heavy, heavy on IG. Against non-pros banging on niggas. I'm calling out Raymond Felton. I've seen you on IG too. Oh, he been on there. Yeah, he been IG flexing too. Talking about I've been in the gym working. You know what I'm saying? I'm calling out J.R. Smith. I'm calling. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. (laughs) Ben is not in that conversation. I don't think Ben has been on IG. No, but I'm just saying, I say his name because I have seen his workout videos. Like him running yeah, with LeBron, running with LeBron and Westbrook. Yeah. You see now, the, the runs with LeBron, Westbrook, James Harden, like those runs, them, they look legit. I'm calling out Markel Foles. Not just because you've been on IG flexing. I don't know if you're like, like you've been he in the gym. Um, pickup games? He's been like, he's been working workout. with Drew Halen, Drew Henlin or whatever his name is, the... The guy oh, he been working. Yeah, but you're posting on IG, so you got niggas thinking like, "Oh, you really about to come back out he here?" A couple jump shots. You see it? I haven't seen it, but seen I, it. I, I assume he has. I've seen. I'm it. just saying, if you're on IG and I, and you're especially in the league, I you you I'm not saying you're not trash because you're probably you are better than me in one on one because you you made it to the league and I haven't. I'm just saying, if you are on IG and you have every... And this summer, you was posting your workouts and you were at the open runs at Lifetime Fitness and you're doing this and doing that and you got niggas thinking you about to come out here with a most improvement player season, I want to see it. Show me the money. Are you giving John that business? So, keep the same energy. As your workout videos. As your workout videos. Dot. Talk uh, to the people. Mine is brief. It's kind of on a particular uh, trend in Twitter when people will say like, "Don't at me." <laughs> like they'll say a statement. And I mean, that's. Yeah, I'm gonna let you go. You know, I mean, they'll say a statement, so it's like you're inviting someone to jump into your mentions, but you felt like your statement didn't stand on ten toes enough to where you had to announce, "Don't at me." I don't feel like that's needed, my brother. I'm saying like it's it's kind of corny too. Don't at me. It's like reverse psychology. You want yeah. niggas to at you if you say don't at me, especially if you put a problematic or like unpopular opinion. Come on. Don't add me. And that's what the thing is. Or like, yo, at your granny. <laughs> I like that one. At your grandma. <laughs> that just means you know your statement is probably uh, problematic or is really unpopular. 
It'll stand on its ten. If you know what I'm saying. If you're a real one. In 2019, if you're a real one, if you're going to say some wild shit like that, keep the same energy. If niggas get in your comments, defend your position. Always. You know what I'm saying? Especially now that it's, I mean, it's football and it's basketball season, mm-hmm. y'all niggas' opinions are getting out of pocket. Yeah. So when, I, so when you say some shit like that doesn't make sense or stupid, <laughs> I'm going to get mentions. Like, like. Like uh, Kyrie's the best player in the East. That's that's false. Over who? Over over Kawhi. Over, Kawhi Giannis. Over Giannis. Over you. You, you serious? Yeah, my no disrespect. I mean, I, it's to Kyrie. That's just not an intelligent. I don't know. If he's I've the heard best. that. I've heard that from multiple people that they. I don't know Kyrie's if he's the best, the best player on his team anymore. I mean, Ooh. that's a fact. I'm just saying Tatum is kind of... You know, Tatum's not better than Kyrie. I think uh, that... Playing nah, better. I think play, better. Playing better. But I think this is the thing. Mm. All the you don't think he's, he's playing dribbling. better? Well, it's only been one game. Kyrie been hurt. He just came he back. Yeah. But he's definitely not better than... He's Kyrie definitely better than Jason Tatum. Yeah, Kyrie's better than Tatum. Boy been in the league for one year. Relax. Mm-hmm. All that dribbling got people chopped. Giannis does... Everything. Kyrie does a lot of things. There's a difference. Wait, Kyrie does a lot of things? Kyrie does a lot of things. Giannis does, does everything. <sighs> there it is. He will lock you up. And now, he and will now Kawhi is in the East. He will go but he is also size-wise. Size he does they're not everything. The, they're not the same position. Assists? Let's not forget. Kyrie had Kyrie a long really stretch a lot of, of shooting... And not he having scoring, one assist. But he is a scoring point guard. Let me just say that. He's a point guard. Okay, I'm picking Giannis. I know. I'm picking Giannis over Kawhi. You Me, cannot shoot the ball a hundred times. Kyrie is electrifying. Kyrie is electrifying. A hundred times and not have an assist. Kyrie is electrifying. Now, the word assist is different, though, just because. What about hockey assist? Because assist is dependent on the person to make the shot. Definitely. I think they should have hockey assists in, in the NBA. Definitely. Your pass leading to a pass as a score is a tech, is an assist in my head in basketball. Hmm. Nah. I mean, no. they, they're not, I think it is, though. I think so, too. Like, if you were like, nah. if you made the play happen, you're like, yo, move here. That pass is the pass that got that point. The second pass was. Okay. I can see where you're coming from. But I also see where, like, assists can be, like. They're not going to do it, though. Assists can be really. Um, a di- diluted stat because it really is dependent on the person making the shot. So if I get you in the position and you miss the shot, I don't get that assist. So now I could put mad people in the position. If they don't make the shot, I'm not getting those assists. Now, granted, Kyrie's different because Kyrie don't pass the ball. Now I'm just saying, like for a point guard, like like let's say another point guard in the East, maybe like uh, John Wall. Or uh, Kyle Lowry, or maybe like Alfred Payton, people that pass the ball. I a like lot. Alfred Payton's game. Man. Yeah, they pass the ball a lot. They He's probably miss the out on a lot. Alfred's in the West. Oh, true. He did get traded to the Suns, but like they miss out Alfred, on a lot. He plays for the Pelicans. He was on the Suns at one point. He did. Yeah, it was quick. It was quick. He was there shortly. Well, anyways, like they are past first. Well, I don't know Kyle Lowry is, but like John Wall and Alfred Payton per se are like past first. Yeah. So they can pass the ball off to people and get them in positions. If they don't make the assist, they don't make the the point. 
they don't get the assists. Now it looks their their their, their stats are diluting. Like oh well, he got six, he got two assists. But my nigga, like every nigga I pass the ball to missed the shot. Word. So like now that's not accounted for in statistics. Well, my only defense is that now Kyrie's different though because Kyrie doesn't do that as much. There are shooting first point guards that average more assists than him. So then what's the excuse? There is no excuse. There is no excuse. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not trying <laughs> we to. We don't make excuses, Ryan. <laughs> I'm not trying to like. Yeah, so no Kyrie just he doesn't do everything. But that's the, besides the point. I the thought point you keeping fucking was about adding niggas. Yeah, the key, the, I was trying to get there. Besides the uh, point, the point is don't say wild shit and say don't add me and not expect any smoke coming back in your mentions. Yeah, or just turn off. Your, can you turn off your mentions? Like, you can. You can turn off the word. You can turn off the notifications. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Nah. I mean, and just but like Twitter is to talk to people. So like, why would you say something and then say because don't you know add me? Because you know your opinion is trash. You, it's you bad. You want somebody to say something. You kind of do want people to end. Like, I'm, I'm like the stance, that's what I said, and I said what I said. Like, not don't at me, I want all smoke. I'm inviting all smoke, nigga, argue me down. I can't be argued there. I mean, I did, I said that to Yeah, me. you're very hard to argue I said down. that, I said that this weekend, or this past week, I said something about, like, I said Venom, the movie was fire to me, my mentions are open if you want to argue. <laughs> I have the time. I have the time. I'm <laughs> bored at work. What's up? Yeah. People entered my mentions. Shout out to Shaq and, and Dot. They had a conversation. I had a conversation with them. Yeah. We got to the point. But I'm saying is, if you're going to say some shit that niggas are going to disagree with, be ready for the smoke to come to you. Free smoke, free smoke. Don't be pussy out here. I mean, you could be pussy. I took over your keep it funny. But sorry. that's what it is. No. You no, could be pussy. There are rules. There are rules the Twitter. To, rules to, there are rules to Twitter. <laughs> I might start saying that for everything. There are rules to talking to me. <laughs> there are rules to Twitter. There are the, rules for drinking. There, there are definitely rules to drinking. Uh, drink water while you drink, sir. And man, madam. But drink water and chew sugar-free gum. Everybody had really good points today. Yeah, man. I'm serious, man. I'm tired. It's tired. It's tired, bro. Please enter my man's DMs. Enter the... No, but, like, no, but be honest with you, like... <laughs> there are good women that I talk to, but it's, like, like... It started because of my values. So, it's, like, pray for my values. Just please. Just please. All right. Pray for my stand. Pray for Terry. Pray for us. Pray for Miles Talks. Pray for the world. Die Pray for your damn self. Pray for yourself. Die, get some, play some funky for us to get out of here. Get money. New money. Shout out to Rich Boy. You know what I'm 
Birmingham. Yeah, shout um, out to Alabama. Birmingham. 205. I don't know. No zip codes. I'm telling you this. But I would like to welcome all your listeners to the first annual. I'm sorry for yelling. <laughs> Mazel Talk Awards. Yes, we have our own award show. Quarterly. And our, categ- and our categories are as follows. We have Comeback of the Year slash Quarter. Crackhead of the Quarter. <laughs> Bad Mother of this Quarter. Oh, that's... Deadbeat Dad. And White Person of the Year slash Quarter. You know, quarter is like, you know, we break up the year in quarters if you guys didn't know that. So, yes... The nominees for Comeback of the Year, we have Gordon Hayward for busting his fucking ankle mm-hmm. and running and jumping, and now he's playing basketball again. We have Tyga, who came out with a banger after fucking a seven, that 17-year-old girl, and his hairline also made a comeback. I heard he had a good surgeon. Mm. And Meek Mill, who was locked up, and now he's out and he's rapping louder than ever. <laughs> so we're gonna talk about it, and we're gonna choose which one of these three men deserve the Mazel Talk Award for Comeback of the Year. Now I will cast my vote right now for Gordon Hayward. The reason why is that shit was nasty. That man's ankle was hanging like something from Deadpool, mm. and now this white dude. From from Butler University is hooping again, man. And Tiger, his hairline came back, but you know what I'm saying? No one cares about that, bro. And Meek Mill, you was locked up, but you was locked up before. This ain't your first time going to jail. We care less the second time you go to jail. So I got to give it to Hayward, man. Okay. Come back of the year. I disagree with you. I am going with Meek. Why? One, Meek was in a... He got uh, the beef with Drake. He lost miserably, Damn. terribly. Uh, his reputation was shot. People were not fucking with me. I was always fucking with me. I mean, but people were like, "Oh, back to back." His back to back got nominated for a Grammy. We thought mm-hmm. it was over for me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, street niggas differently, but everybody else was like, you know, oh. Can me come back from this? And then him and Nikki broke up. They did. They broke up. And now it's like, damn. He got dissed by Drake. And now his shorty left. I don't know what's good he for said, him. And now I don't want to hear about this ever again. Not even when she tell you that you're better as friends. Yes. And y'all broke up. And then now he went to the bank for a year. He had more time, but they let him out. The people were showing up for him. The, he had the Patriots mm. owner come in and pull him up. When they got released, he had the Eagles owner pull up to him with a fucking helicopter. He had Kevin Hart, like, people petitioning for Meek Mill to get out of jail. You know. I might. You're swaying me right now. And then when he got out, he came back with this new platform of jail reform. Uh, he's come out with he's, his features have been fired. Shout out to the joint with him and Ti Hefe was fired. Uh, the joint with him and Miguel Stay Woke is fired. Like I forgot about that one. Meek has come back. So your vote is for Meek. My vote is for Meek. Meek, he's had a tough 2017, 2018. Yeah. You, you don't care about Tiger's hairline and his. I mean, t- do, do, do. but that's one song. Yeah. Meek became an advocate. 
for social justice. Uh, yes. But he ain't had a... Do, do, do. He's going to have one. You don't care nothing about none of that? But he's going to have uh, one, though. I'm going to have to go with Tiger. You're choosing Tiger as comeback of the year? I'm going to choose Tiger because Tiger was at the top of the world at one point. He was. T-Raw? T-Raw? Raw. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with Tiger. Tiger was at the top. He was at the top of the pinnacle for all of the... Uh, shake that I don't ass, know if he's at the pinnacle. Shake that ass tracks. Um, he's yes, definitely man. at the pinnacle. We, shake that ass I think tracks. we played a whole party um, of just his music at one point. Rack City, you know what I'm saying? 10, 10, 10s, 20s, and the 50s. Uh, it really didn't. It didn't really get too much more higher unless you're talking about like uh, what's the old boy from Florida, like the old school bounce that ass. Uncle Luke. Yeah, like shit like that. Like Tiger was like right underneath that. Luke Skywalker. He had that. You know he had saying? that wave. He was there. He he had. He had planted himself in history of Shake That Ass Tracks. And then he started to mess around with the little uh, Kardashian joke prior to her being legal. He was just friends with her. I said messing. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't include what exactly messing was. So you can mess with somebody and not penetrate. Mm. That is the rumor. So so your vote is for Tiger. The rumor is he, he started oh, messing with her. Uh, things went downhill for that man. Yeah, when he was messing with that family, just like he got out and he got back. Like I feel like everybody get out from that family get back. Like Lamar Odom got off crack, Tiger got his hairline back, and got his music career back. Tiger brought the track. He brought a smooth banger back. It's not what it what his past or previous bangers were, but it is smooth. It's a certified. You know, it's nice. Um, Good job, Tiger. So your vote's for Tiger, you vote for Meek, and I voted for Gordon, but after listening to both of you talk, the names are for Meek. Meek is the winner of Comeback of the Year, man. And Stay Woke. Stay Woke. And Miles Talk Award for Comeback of the Year definitely goes to Meek Mill. Our next category. We need applause. Uh, <sighs> Crackhead of the Year. <laughs> Slash quarter, end of the year. We have four nominees. Demi Lovato. She was on that hair wrong. <laughs> and she OD'd, which is a great feat for a crackhead. But you don't die. That's how you know you're a real crackhead. That's how you know you're a real crackhead. Okay. Cat Williams. Spad, you know what I'm saying? He is a known drug user. You know what I'm saying? His past is well documented, all his arrests. He he flamed he flamed that lady on that radio show, which was hilarious. Mm-hmm. And then immediately got arrested later for beating up his limo driver. Mm-hmm. Orlando Brown, former Dessa Ravens star, who blazed the internet with his viral videos when he said he ate. Raven Pussy like <laughs> And he's now in rehab Which is a great sign for a crackhead And Kanye West Yes Jesus Yeezy Yay Is up for crackhead of the year Because that man is clearly on drugs Or he needs to be on your drugs Because everybody knows when a crackhead is not on drugs They're not they self And you know what I'm saying? I need my Twisted Dark Fantasy, college dropout, late registration, easy back. So, I'm going to go ahead and cast my vote right now, man. The funniest crackhead out of all of these niggas might be Cat Williams, like, like just 
purely funny. But Orlando Brown, bruh, that nigga is hilarious when he's on crack. Or whatever drug he uses. You that nigga geeks. You got it. I'm I'm po- I'm I will watch that man's videos for days. I am posting my ballot. My ballot. Post your ballot. To Orlando Brown. I'm posting and I don't think nobody gonna swim me on this because bro. His, he got videos where he fighting with his bitch. And he's like, you broke bitch. You never... Son, he's cussing her out. He got videos where this nigga is rapping. He said, nigga, um, fuck, I'm trying to think of the line. He said, he called it, he said, I'm Soldier Boy. Nigga, he he had a rap beef with a nigga. He, did he go at Soldier Boy? He uh, said, I'm a tiger. So. Yeah, yeah, he went at people. Soldier Boy. He, he's hilarious, bro. He's the funniest crackhead out of these four crackheads. No, he wins. I give my vote to Orlando Brown. Like, do you have made... a vote for Crackhead of the Year, Doc? Mr. Brown. Orlando Brown is the unanimous winner of Crackhead of the Year, and I wish I had a video on deck to play of this man because Orlando Brown is the best Crackhead of the Year. And I hope you do well in in in, in um, rehab. But if you want to start doing drugs again and providing us with those videos, <laughs> I would thank you. That man is hilarious. All right, moving on along, we're going to Bad Mama of the Year. Or quarter. It's going to be... It sounds worse than quarter of the year. This is going to get some people in their feelings right here. The quarterly Mazda Talk Awards. So, Bad Mother of the Year. We have only three people for this category, but... That's a good thing. But, yes, because we like people to take care of their children and all that there. But I feel like these three are very strong, and it might be hard to pick between them. First, we have... Black China's mother. And she is a DC native for what I know. Tokyo Tony. Mm-hmm. The second, we have Black China. <laughs> Herself. And third, we have Tommy from Love and Hip Hop, uh, Atlanta. Now, you know what I'm saying? Black China had a baby out of spite. Because her baby father was dating a joint. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't think that makes you a good mother. And you know what would spawn that shawty being a bad mother is her mother herself, who Tokyo Tony, who could have easily looked at in my eyes, been in the crackhead of the quarter uh, <laughs> category. Because shawty definitely smoked something other than Newport's, if you know what I'm saying. And Tommy from Love and Hip Hop, she slammed her daughter, she slammed her daughter or something, her kid head into a locker and got arrested recently. This, this is news to me. Yeah, I saw it, and she her mugshot was in. Yeah, it's, it's, it was it was a mugshot. That's pretty crazy. But yeah, so these three women, you know, like I don't think that any of them are good mothers. I don't think you should slam your kid's head into a locker. I don't care what they did. So who's your vote for? <sighs> it's tough, bro. Like I'm gonna say Black China, only because. I'm not going to use your mom as an excuse for you being a bad mom. And now, we are be This is all in jest and fun. I, I'm pretty sure her kids are well taken care of. She's a good mother. But I just feel like the circumstances under which you had a baby is is ridiculous. Yeah. You preyed on that, that dude and got seated by that nigga and brought a whole new life into this world out of spite. Then you broke that nigga heart and was sucking dick and and terribly and, terribly. <laughs> you was sucking terribly. dick and fucking hella niggas and then you fuck then you got with an eighteen year old nigga that's smashing you. You 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 moving in this world very very crazy, so you get the Mazel Talk Mother of the Year award, 
ballot vote for me, Sean. Just uh, Black China. See. Yeah, she gets my vote as well. That eighteen-year-old kid thing was kind of far. He's a little kid. And your body, and your, and your plastic surgery is trash. Yeah. Now I had an argument for Tommy. Shout out to Tommy. She bad. I actually like her outside of smashing her kid's head into a locker. That that right there is just like unnecessary and unneeded as a mother. So, but Black China is just she has been she. I'm pretty sure she put her kids through a lot. So Black China gets the award. Black, Black China, you get the Miles Will Talk Quarterly Award for Bad Mother of the Year. Let's give a round of applause. I still strike though if you try to pull up. Um, I'm alright. Next category we have Debbie Dad. Miles okay. Talk Quarterly Award for Debbie Dad. We have three candidates, three nominees. We got Future Hendrix, who got hella kids with hella jumps. Yeah. And a whole nother nigga is raising your child right now. Yeah. And I'm not judgmental because I know life is crazy, but you are a nominee. Um, Drizzy, you are hiding a child. You hid your boy. And then you tried to spin us. I wasn't hiding. And then my child a good example was from the world that's hiding the world from my child. Your young, your little, little boy gonna see that you out here acting like a hoe. Pusha exposed you. Got pussy, nigga. Problems. Um, and last. F I F T Y. Fifty cent. You know what I'm saying you. I'm not voting for fifty. But you are. You were nominated because I guess you, you you going through shit with your with your eldest or whatever. You know what I'm saying I don't know what the fuck is going on. But and I'm gonna throw and guess what I'm throwing bell. I'm throwing I'm throwing some some love to future too. But like women is crazy. Sierra is out here dancing and. and Fucking with an NFL player and trying to replace you and shit. Long toes. <laughs> I've never seen her feet. I'm not a feet guy. Google it. <laughs> so, my vote is you are hiding a child. My vote is for Drake, man. Because, number one, you out here operating, talking about niggas going to get punched in the face because they said your man is sick, sick, sick. You know, I don't think you're going to steal off nobody. You got pissed on. You got slapped by got Diddy. Yeah, T.I. pissed on that nigga, bro. Wait. You never heard that? Verified? You never heard that story, bro? No. <laughs> I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm not trying to be. T.I. Like, pissed the, I'm not trying to be. Around, all right, well, I don't know if it was T.I., but Drake was standing below a balcony. Someone pissed off the balcony onto Drake. He did nothing. Mm. Yeah. This is a back in the day story. Diddy slapped you in the club. That, that definitely happened. Um. But Debbie of the year, I wouldn't call you a whole Debbie. You know, this is all jokes, man. We just playing with y'all niggas. But um, you gotta win this one, bro, because you are hiding a child. Do better, Drake. And then you try to, you know what I'm saying, try to spin niggas and go on LeBron's show and all that shit, bro. Like, it's corny. LeBron was over here facilitating and encouraging that behavior. We will not stand by and allow you to do that, LeBron. I mean, LeBron is trying to stay neutral. I feel like he's trying to stay neutral. And you you did come on my show. So, like, I'm going to listen and hear you out and really try to 
see where you're coming from. No, he already knew him. It was staged. They had been talked about this. This was just Drake exposing it to the world. This oh, is just what I listen. I, that, that interview, I have so many problems with that interview. Yeah, like the on. shop joint. Yeah. And his mans, I don't know LeBron's mans, but he kind of is annoying. The dude Maverick. Nah, yeah. Maverick's cool. I think. I don't like this him. is off the topic, but Maverick's cool. I just don't think he, as an interviewer, because it looked like he was leading the interviewer. Oh, interview. Yeah. Like he was. Yeah. He didn't like. It was easy for Drake. Like he wasn't trying to like, push the questions. Or, like, he wasn't trying. It's supposed to be a talk, not an interview. But he. But you, you've been to barbershops, my guy. Yeah, you get you, pushed in the barbershop. You, you get know, pushed. Like, especially you if, you, if you know you're the topic of discussion. Yeah. Niggas is asking those questions that they didn't ask. They didn't ask anything about the the blackface shit. They didn't ask. They, was easy they didn't question. ask about details about it. They didn't ask them about the things that were said about him. Yeah. So, who is your vote? Who are you casting your ballot? Uh... Quarterly award for Debbie. I'm gonna give it a fifty. Whoa! I'm gonna give it a fifty. Whoa! I didn't see that coming. Because I've I've seen a couple things. I can't pull them up right now on my phone. Because yeah, we did, ain't doing no research. Yeah, I'm not doing research. I just seen like when I passing through, like his eldest son is in like he's uh, 17, 18, or older than that. I believe he's 18 or older. But he'd be, he be like, yo, this nigga is trash. Like, this nigga don't even talk to my baby. Like, my mother, he don't even fuck with me. Like, that's why I don't fuck with this dude. Like, like this guy is trash as an individual, and he's a trash as a father. And that's because, and it's, it means a lot more because his son is older. Mm-hmm. Like, as Drake being a deadbeat dad, like, his son is, like, two or three, you know, young. Still got time. Still got time to get back in the child's life before it gets real. I think he's in his life. I think he's... Yeah. If anything, he still has time to get back in the child's life before it gets real. But 50, this boy, his son is 18. Damn, I didn't see that coming. So, you roll 50. Who you roll, Doc? I'm going to roll with 50. Damn. Damn. Hey, I'm out here. I should be a politician. So, I gave it to Fiddy because his problematic or his family dysfunction with his son has been very public and overt. And so, we can't really, like, with Future, I don't really know to the extent of how much he is or isn't caring for his kids. I don't really know. These are all jokes. I hope all of these men are taking care of their kids. Yeah, you know, Drake. There's Drake. Drake is not taking care of his kids. Drake, 50. clearly know 50 is not having any relationship with his Yeah, son. he doesn't have any relationship with his son. That's a problem. Well, I guess the winner is 50 Cent. Quarterly Deadbeat of the Year. 50 Cent. 50. F-I-F-T-Y. All right, and... Ferrari. Now, we have the white person... Miles Talk Quarterly Award White Person of the Quarter. We have three candidates for this one. Right. Um, we have Jane Elliott. Who's Jane Elliott? If you don't know who Jane Elliott is, she is a uh, professor, and she speaks and she does lectures and talks about racial injustice. And um, I actually have a little clip right now for you about Jane of Jane Elliott to kind of give you a little background about who she is. And uh, it, it, it kind of circulated the internet a lot. This this one clip, especially Twitter, and we're gonna play it for one second. I want every white person in this room who would be happy to be treated. As this society in general treats our citizens, our black citizens, it too 
our black citizens do in this society, mm. please stand. Mm. You didn't understand the directions. Mm. If you white folks want to be treated the way blacks are in this society, stand. Nobody's standing here. That says very plainly that you know what's happening. Mm. You know you don't want it for you. I want to know why you're so willing to accept it or to allow it to happen for others. Now she um she has a lot of she does a lot of like she's talked to a lot of people and she uh she's very real about race. So Jane Elliott is up for white person of the quarter. Alright. And Miles South Quarterly Awards. Second, we have Gary Owens, the comedian. He has a black wife and shit. He talks really about real issues, you know what I'm saying? He's he's funny. He's funny as hell. And he has been embraced by black people. As a white person that be like, you know, he's actually going to say how it is. And, you know what I'm saying? He got a black queen. So, Gary Owens is also up for white person of the quarter. All right. And lastly, we have a big booty white woman. (laughs) Iggy Azalea. Iggy. The rapper, the twerker, the model. Iggy Azalea is up for white person of the quarter. And, um... This nominee, I feel like, as fell off, you know, because she couldn't rap very well. She had a horrible, horrible run for a while, you know. Yeah. Got, got, um, it was in a couple bad relationships, you know, whatever, whatever. You know what I'm saying? None of my business. But, um, she actually bounced back, came out with a good little tune, you know what I'm saying? Found her lane, just being sexy and shit. And, um, she has become someone who's, uh, you know, getting less slander lately. So, mm-hmm. for that situation... You're up for white person of the quarter. Now, who the fuck y'all niggas gonna pick? Uh, uh what was the first the white lady's name? Jane Elliott. She got it. A serious Gary role. Owens. You know I like Jane. Or Iggy Azalea. I like Jane. I've seen that video a while ago. So it's, uh, it's important. It reminds me of a um, something that I read in my first year of grad school, where. A uh, poll was sent out, and this one guy was in the class, and they pretty much asked if you could trade your uh, power, you know, the resources that you have that are granted to you as a white person for the lack of resources for black people. You know, so you understand that there's a difference in access and what is given, but you don't want to lose that position. Very powerful, very powerful. Jane got it. And I'm going to go ahead and cast my vote for Jane, man. That's, that was a semi-series. I'm saying this was all jokes, man. But I but, I want to give a, a salute to... If you've been on Twitter, you've seen that uh, wild... Uh, that uh, white man. He's a reporter somewhere down south. He's an older white man that has been... Um, Really been adamant about like athletes kneeling and like why we kneel, and he's been showing light on like you know black people do this for this and this. I can't remember his name. I'm gonna find his name, and I will tell you his name in the next episode. Please remind us. Please remind us. But um, but, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. I seen him do. I seen his videos. He's he's a reporter somewhere, but uh, he talks real shit. So Jane Elliott, you are the winner of white person. Quarterly awards for a white person that we fuck with. 
So, you know what I'm saying? This is all jokes, man. But So, hopefully you guys enjoy it. And we're going to be doing this again sometime. So, you know what I'm saying? We're going to come out with different awards, like little categories and shit. So, we're going to have some fun with this. Bye. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, we're going to continue. You know what I'm saying? Mazel Talks, quarterly awards. We'll be back at you. So, but now we have, um, we'll also be honoring people from time to time. And as a part of the quarterly awards, we are... At this moment, like, I'm really, like, proud. Like, this is, like, a really cool moment. I'm happy, you know what I'm saying, that I got a chance to do this. I want to honor a really great man for doing a really great thing. Right now, we're honoring Nipsey Hussle. If you don't know, he's a rapper from L.A., and we're honoring him for having the best hands and for slapping the shit of that nigga on camera with the quickness. With the veracity, with the with the with the with the with the motherfucking moxie that he hit that nigga with. Because that slap, I felt it, and I felt that it was justified in the way that he delivered the slap. It was right before the BET Awards. And he didn't slap him he didn't slap him off bucks. The dude pushed somebody and then he slapped him. He waited for him to act, then he that he acted. So right now, today, we're honoring Nipsey Hussle. That was amazing, man. It was beautiful. And the shit got me fucking, got me excited to see something that even in 2018. Niggas get slapped. Niggas can get fucking slapped when you act up. Well, let's, let's break it down a little bit. Man, Nipsey had a plaid shirt on, blue, rapping the game. No shirt on. No undershirt on. <laughs> Sagging his pants. <laughs> I swear he had slides on. He probably had, he had slides on? He did not have sneakers. I swear he had slides on, bro. And it was an open fist slap. Open it was a hand. slap. Open hand. Open, open hand, hand slap. Swap. So you felt... It was strong, too. You felt the power of his history and his lineage. What did the five, hand, what did the five fingers say to the face? Slap! You <laughs> felt his, slap. you felt the lineage of his bloodline. You felt Eritrea like, in that slap. Like, like what, what they say for Black Panther? <laughs> the, 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 the strength of the Black the Panther. Strength. You felt the strength of the Eritreans in his hand. Yeah, yeah. Um, the lineage. <laughs> there's a lineage, a bloodline that you got in that slap. Pepsi Hustle. Thank you. Thank you. And we're so happy because and honored. Because a lot of people out here fake the funk when yes, it comes man. to keeping the energy. You're a real one, man. Your raps are real. And like, we, it's like, you know what I'm saying? We're not, we're not praising violence, but we praising violence. <laughs> so, shout out to bruh. So, thank you for, um, you know what I'm saying? We're going to have fun with this, like I said. But I want you guys to help us, you know, um... Hit us up. Tell us what you thought about our picks. You know, if they're trash, if they're good or whatever. And um, give us some more ideas about maybe categories you want to hear us talk about. Like, you know, different awards we could give out. You know, we're trying to keep it very light and funny, not too serious. You know what I'm saying? Keep it light. Um, and, you know, yeah. So, fuck with us.
Yeah, man. Groovy shit. Good tunes, my brother. Um, so right now, we're going to throw it to my main man with the plan. He's about to educate. So the educational segment, I throw it to my man Tyrell. Do you get this on my nizzle? Where this bond educational segment for this week is going to be on post-traumatic slave syndrome. All right? Short for PTSS. PTSS is relatively a new concept. You know, it is not, or not yet, in the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders, otherwise known as DSM, um, which is the Guide to Diagnosable Disorders. But it is something that is gathering a great amount of traction. Dr. DeGry's book, PTSS, America's Legacy of Enduring Injury and Healing, appeared in 2005. On Dr. DeGras holds, uh, oh, on Dr. DeGras' website, she talks about the uh, workshops she holds around the country on culture, race relations, and contemporary issues. As noted on her website, as a result of 12 years of quantitative and qualitative research, she was able to develop PTSS. But what is PTSS for our listeners out there? PTSS is a theory that explains the ideology of many of the adaptive survival behaviors in African-American communities throughout the U.S. and the diaspora. It is a condition that exists as a consequence of multi-generational oppression of Africans and their descendants resulting from centuries of slavery. Slavery in the U.S. was predicated on the belief that African Americans were inherently and genetically inferior to whites. This was then followed by institutionalized racism, which continues to perpetuate injury, thus resulting in multigenerational trauma together with continued oppression, absence of opportunity to heal or access the benefits available in the society, thus leading to post-traumatic slave syndrome. If you want to learn more, then please Google. Your internet is a great place to start. And you'll pick up the doctor's book, PTSS, where she exposes the reader to the conditions that led to the Atlantic slave trade up to the insurmountable obstacles that African Americans faced and the adaptive behaviors, both positive and negative, that African Americans have learned to survive and continue to pass down from generation to generation. And so that is my educational segment for the week, post-traumatic slave syndrome. Thank you very much, Doc, for your uh, educational piece today, man. Very enlightened. Um, I want you guys to continue to give us feedback on that, man. Talk to us about how you feel about it, what you learned. If you didn't know anything, you want to add something to that, um, we very much so appreciate it, man. Like, we're here. We're here to have fun, chill, uh, talk shit, drink a little bit. But also, you know what I'm saying, keep that thought, third eye open and educate, man. Man, I, like I like the way you do your thing, my brother. I'm saying, bring us in. Bring us in. So now, um, I'm gonna. It's time for my uh, spiritual segment, and um, goes a little something like this, man. Um, we we have to dictate uh, to chaos what what the moment will give birth to. Um, 
There are people that we know that, that live for chaotic moments. It seems like they're always in something crazy, some drama, something's always going on with them. And um, even in moments of chaos, we have to stay strong and maintain our morals and values, man. That's the only thing we really have, your morals, values. That's it. This is the only way that we can create the environments that we want to live in, man. Like, life is chaotic, chaotic and random. And things happen to us, bad things happen to us. But, like, we have to be in the in the middle of those things. We have to be able to have some awareness and be in those moments and recognize what we want to come out of these things. Because even though you're going through something crazy, you got to know that it's not going to last forever. It doesn't rain forever. It's not gonna. It's not gonna be a hurricane forever. It's not gonna. You're not gonna be in the storm that you're in forever. You're not gonna be in the chaotic situation that you're in forever. So we have to try to. We have to dictate what we can. We can birth from all the chaos that we live in. Bad things happen to everybody. We all dealing with things, traumatic experiences, but we can. By our actions in those situations, we can learn from it and we can change the outcome and change the future, not just for ourselves, but for everyone else around us. So, that is my spiritual segment for today. Boom. I hope you guys got something from that. I mean, I like the point of you saying that not everything lasts forever. forever. It doesn't, man. You will get over that storm. You will go through it, man. You got to go through it. And when you're in the eye of it. It's tough. And it seems like the worst shit, bro. It seems like it's never going to end. But I promise you, there are better times ahead of that storm. And in the and you can make your better times by the way you react to the storm, man. Like, you got to dictate to that storm what it's going to be, man. You you can't, you're not going to fold. You're not going to continue to, to go with the storm. Because the storm is moving. Like, the storm is going to move over you. You're not going to follow the storm. You're not going to fucking chase the storm. We're not white people in, in fucking Twister. I'm saying, I'm sorry to get a little <laughs> ignorant. But, like, you know what I'm saying? So, don't be chasing the storm. You know what I'm saying? We're getting out of it. Dictate to the, dictate to the storm what it's going to be after it's over, man. You did? You did? Thank you. Terry. Your spirits. It's great. You know... Uh, positive energy is important in keeping people on a straight path because when when things get rough and things get dark it's easy to start thinking about doing wild shit smoking crap <laughs> or robbing a store or hitting a lick and I like to believe in uh, karma and the energy you put out into this world will come back to you you heard? And it's because if people don't think that this storm that you're in will never end, that's when you get desperate. But like Terry said, this storm will end. <sighs> yep. You just gotta weather the storm, baby. And you uh, was built and you was built to weather it, man. Like you you ain't you ain't built to fold and crack. You know what I'm saying? That shit gotta fortify you. That shit got to, you know what I'm saying? Facts. Strengthen you. Facts. You Yeah, man. Hey. Um, again, follow us on our social medias. Send listener letters to mouthtalkspod at gmail.com. And we're going to keep, I'm going to keep pushing this. Putting it in your head every week. Remember, on the path to them. There are two rules. One and two. 
Stay true to yourself. Stay true to stay true to the code. Thank you for listening to another episode of Model Talks. Man, I appreciate y'all, all y'all people listening to us. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate all. Well, I appreciate names. all y'all uh, people. <laughs> I appreciate everybody listening to us. And if if we get a if we gain a new listener a day, that's more than I ever expected, honestly. So I appreciate anybody that is listening to us and people that will. Thank yeah. you, Dot Man. Can you uh? Play some funky to ride out to, man. Know. So, I typed the piece to a girl I used to see, saying that I chose this cutie pie with whom I want to be. And I apologize if this message gets you down. And then I cc'd every girl that I'd cc round town. And hate to see y'all frown, but I'd rather see her smiling. Wetness all around me, true. But I'm no island, peninsula maybe. Makes no sense, I know crazy. Give up all this pussy cat that's in my lap, no looking back. Spaceships. Don't come equipped with rear view mirrors. They dip as quick as they can. The atmosphere is now ripped. I'm so like a pip. I'm glad it's night. So the light from the sun would not burn me on my bum when I shoot the moon. High jump the broom like a preemie out the womb. My partner yelling too soon. Don't do it. Reconsider. Read some litter. Sure on the subject. You sure? Get. You know we got your back like Cairo Pratt. Tick if that do you dirty. We'll rock hard. Now hurry, hurry, go on to the altar.